Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn and what's wrong with you? That's how they talk in Wes Anderson movies. They go like, hello, I'm, I'm collecting things. What are you collecting? I'm collecting six paper clips, eight, and then it like it like shows a paper six paper clips on the thing. You know, I'm I'm yeah. not wrong. No, and and they just talk 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 talk. And it's talk, all talk. very it's all very. Um, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and do the spiel of the podcast like a Wes Anderson character. Okay. If you've never listened to the podcast before, here's what you need to know. And then it would pop up. Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast. Kid Tested Mother Proved. I already screwed it up. Uh, Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is emailed to us. What are you doing? I'm telling you to slow down. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I was going to do a joke I've already done and I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm sorry. Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. This week is week two of directors in March. Yes, and it is. Oh, I should have called it March of the Directors. That's funny, like penguins. <laughs> okay, that is funny. And nice job on the little spiel there. I, you did a good job. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, honey. That's the only reason I do this show, so you can compliment how I do the spiel. Because you do a great job. Thanks. You're welcome. And our uh, director is Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I don't know. Let me see. Who went first last time? I don't know. Who it doesn't cares? matter. Whatever. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go, go first. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Now we need to talk about something with this movie. Oh yeah. Do we have to tell the truth? We have. We have to tell the truth. You, you gave me. me oh, I'll tell my story. Okay. And then you tell your version. Yes. You gave me Bottle Rocket. I did. By Wes Anderson. Yes. And you were going on how much you love Bottle Rocket. And it's such a good movie. And Bottle Rocket, Bottle Rocket, you love it so much. You love it so much. <laughs> yep. Okay, we stop recording. I go, good job. Okay, you say, how much time was that? And I go, oh, 58 minutes. We go, good. And then I took the dog for a walk. And I get a text from you. And you don't text like a normal person. You <laughs> voice text. And then I say, can you please proofread your messages? I don't know what this says. And you go, I did. And I go, weird, because this is a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> this is nothing. It's basically just one sentence. So you but, have but, to... but you, I say, please proofread this. I do. because No, you, no, you don't, because cause there's still gibberish. <laughs> just add punctuation. I, I, you know, can, I forget punctuation. You know, you can say punctuation. But then it comes out with the word. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. If you go, I'm going to the store, period. Do you need anything? Question mark. It'll do it exactly. Not always. Yes. It doesn't, because I'll say period, and then... It says period the word, and then I'll say question mark, and it says question mark, but and if, then if I'll wait. No, no, I have to tell you because then I talk and then I read it, and it sounds like me. It's just here's what you have to do when you read my text. You no. just have to take one big breath. No, no. <laughs> when I you, read your text, I should be able to read them, and I go, "What? Huh? Huh?" Because you text me. <laughs> And it's nothing. Do it to your dad it's too. paragraphs of nothing. <laughs> and then I just respond with cupcake, ice cream cone, robot, banana, monkey butt, <laughs> monkey butt, banana. I like pie. And then you just send back question mark, and I say, I thought we were just sending each other gibberish messages. <laughs> well, but the problem is, and I'm trying really hard because I do read them. I read, you don't though, I because do. there's no punctuation. You can't say I read them and then. Well, yeah, because I don't need punctuation. Yes, you do, because I have no idea what half of this means when I just get seventy words that are nothing. I know I'm trying. I just so slow at typing. 
I type with one finger at a time, and it's very slow. So this way, because I talk really fast, I can just do it really quick. No, 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 <laughs> you can't, though. You can't talk really fast in that, because it doesn't understand half the words. <laughs> and well, then you go, I did read it, and I go, to who? <laughs> in what language? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know that you're not lying, because your your dad said something to somebody the other day. He's all... She thinks she's going fast because she's sending me a verbal text, but who even knows what it means? Yeah, it's it's nothing. It's nonsense okay. words. Okay, so then you just have to wait for twenty five minutes while that I would type be, it out. That would be better. Okay. Then poke, poke, poke. If, if, if I'm like, if I'm going somewhere, and okay. I'm like, I text you, "Hey, mom, uh, I'm gonna be back later." Okay, when be back because I am doing thing and blah, 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 pancake and anyway. <laughs> Monkey butt. Yeah, there's just random words thrown in there. I'm like, what? And you're like, read it. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> but I don't know what language. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand hieroglyphics or whatever this is. <laughs> All right. So how did we get off on this little tangent? I don't remember. What was the original point? I don't know. Wes Anderson. Yeah. So it, that's kind of how it feels to me. That's that's what a Wes Anderson movie though feels like. It just keeps going and going and going, and there's no breath stoppage. I know where we were going with this. Where were we going with this? My movies first. It is. I don't remember how it got into texting, but somehow, somehow. So you, were, oh, I got this text from you. Yes. That was like, I am an idiot. Yes, I am an idiot. And and I got three basic words. <laughs> Idiot and wrong movie. Yes, that's where we were going with this. Yes. Because, and I thought, see, I did, because I didn't mean bottle rocket. No. I meant bottle shock. You you were, no, here's what you said. Okay. I didn't mean bottle rocket. I meant the wine movie. And I go, Mom, did you mean sideways? And you were like, no, no, the wine movie. I'm like, it's called Bottle Shock. Yes. And I just got the titles mixed up. And then that's when I looked and Bottle Shock is not directed by Wes No, Anderson. it has nothing to do with him. No. So that's what I wanted you to watch. Yes. But instead we had to watch the Owen Wilson. No, not the Owen brothers. The Wilson brothers. The Wilson brothers. All three of them. All three of them. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. Yes. Because Luke and Owen play friends very well. Yes. The third brother sounds like Owen. But bigger. He's huge. Yeah. He what would, do they call him? Future Man? What Future Man, yeah, yeah. And he's big. He's, he's huge. like a big guy. Where, yeah, and Owen and Luke are just teeny little guys. And and Owen and Luke, I mean, they vaguely look alike. But like, like if you knew they were brothers, you'd be like, oh yeah, they're brothers. So here's the question. Does Owen dye his hair? I don't think so. Okay. It's really that blonde. Yeah. I've never looked at his eyebrows because I get distracted by the nose. In my brain, his eyebrows are dark, but... His hair doesn't look dyed. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it, it's very naturally blonde as no, opposed to like. Maybe a little. What was that? Sun in when I was in college. What? Sun in. I don't know what that is. So but it's the spray. The thing is, even when his hair is short. Yeah. It's still like, and not just in this movie, but right, just right. in general. It's still really blonde. So yeah. Who knows? Luke Wilson could dye his hair. You know, it looked like though that. His hair color kind of switched in the movie. Did you see that kind of at the end? No. So at the beginning, it was real dark. Yeah. And kind of that, like a page boy, basically. Well, there's there's a time jump right. at the very end. But but then it is, um, it's kind of reddish. A little yeah. bit of like auburn or light brown. It might just and, be because they're outside in right. the sun. And lightning. Yeah, lighting, not lightning. That's um, with my movie. I feel like Luke Wilson, and I've showed you pictures of Wes Anderson. Yes. He's just playing Wes Anderson. 
like how he physically looks and, and yes. all that. And he and and Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson were and, college friends. Yes. And Andrew Wilson was their friend too because he's, he's the third Who? brother. Andrew. He's oh, the, okay. I think that's his name. He's the third brother. This movie is very interesting because it was credited as one of the starts of the indie movement of film in the 90s. Okay. Um this is we're going to jump a little bit. And okay. and and what I mean is did this feel anything like your movie? You know you know what I'm saying? It had that Wes Anderson feel to me, but I my movie yeah. My movie is different. Your movie is so Wes Anderson. Th- yes. This almost felt like there. It's there, right? But but if you told much. me this was a Wes Anderson movie, I'd be surprised. It, the only thing that that reminds me of the Wes Anderson movie is that dialogue, that continuous. Yeah, but even that was a little different, in my opinion. Okay, like because I feel like in every Woody Allen movie, Woody Allen is a character, and not not the actor. Right. I mean, the main character is always, oh, that's just Woody Allen. Right. Like in Midnight in Paris. Is that what that's called? Where Owen Wilson time travels? Which is a great movie. It's very good. He's just playing Woody Allen. Like right. he's just, he's dead. like, uh, um, I feel like these characters don't feel like Wes Anderson characters that much. Um, to me, the, they really did. Owen Wilson does. Right. And I couldn't say his name because I was trying to figure out how they were saying his name. I couldn't figure it out. This is Jeff something. Um, this to me felt like Cohen Brothers more than it felt like Wes Anderson. Okay, because it was that weird kind of different. I really liked this movie, and I know you didn't like this movie. I thought it was boring because I thought uh, I was going to watch a good movie about California wine. I'm well. I'm surprised you didn't like this movie because it's about heists. It's it's as much right. It is as right. much about heists as Reservoir Dogs was. Yes, but not. <laughs> Not good heists. But yes. Not good. It's fair. No, um, no, I'm saying that Owen Wilson has these great plans, but he's not very good at it. And he's a liar. Yes. And he's kind of stupid. Yes. But I really, uh, I know him and his brother have been in plenty of movies together. Most of them are by Wes Anderson. Okay. This was my favorite pairing of them. Wow. I loved their chemistry. I mean, obviously, they're brothers. They're going to have good chemistry. Like, they. That's not really fair. It's like when uh, John John Cusack and Joan Cusack are moved together. It's like, of course, those people have chemistry because they know their whole lives. Right, exactly. Like, they, they know how to play off that person, whether positive or negative. Right. Uh, the second that Owen Wilson's character was introduced, I was into it. I was like, this guy's hilarious. And you didn't think that when uh at the okay spoilers or whatever if you've never seen this i honestly think you should see it because it's a pretty cool introduction to wes anderson also we've done a lot of like weird movie comparisons but to me this reminded me and i'm gonna say it's gonna sound weird reminded me of beetlejuice where it's like the or or peewee's big adventure actually it's peewee's big adventure because it's the first real big tim burton movie okay that had like elements of tim burton Okay. But if Tim Burton made Pee-wee's Big Adventure now, it would feel like a Tim Burton movie. Right. Not like Tim Burton figuring out what that means. Exactly. Because there's no overhead. There's like one overhead shot, I think, of there's the list that's being compiled. Which to me felt definitely Wes Anderson, the whole yes, writing. And but that the- was only like one little bit. And that, that was in like eight different times in your movie of like, here's here's the list of essentials. Bing, 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 bing. Right. Like in this, it wasn't super prominent. 
Like, so it's like, felt like this was him figuring out what is a Wes Anderson movie. Yes. Because a lot of people don't even know that this is his first movie. His when very a, first movie. When, a, when people uh, organize all the Wes Anderson movies, uh-huh. they start with Rushmore. With Jason Schwartzman and Bill Murray. Yes. Not this movie. Oh. And that kind of is much more Wes Anderson-y yes. than this. Wes Anderson-y. But you know what I mean. Like, I know what you mean. That whole, yeah, that like talking. The way that they talk. And it's almost dismissive, but everyone's dismissive of everything. And they have so much to say. Yes. And you're like, but you really said nothing. You really said nothing. Right. Um, No, I very much enjoyed this movie. So this movie is about... Uh, it starts with a guy, and I don't remember his name. I'm just going to call them all their names because it's easier. Luke Wilson is in like a home. Not a home, but it's like a, it's a hospital, and he claims it was for exhaustion. Right. We don't really know, do we? No, but he went on to – Wes Anderson went on to do uh, all his other movies, specifically Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. Luke Wilson's character felt like it was the character from Royal Tenenbaums. It kind of felt like the same oh, character. Oh, yes. And so – and I really thought there was going to be – and in that movie, that character does try and kill himself. Right. Or off screen previously. I thought there was going to be a reveal. But – because he left the hospital on his own accord, like it was a vol- – he voluntarily put himself there. Right. It wasn't – it couldn't have been that. You can't voluntarily put yourself for suicidal thoughts and then them go, okay, you're good. Like they have right. to de-admit you. Right. But you know what I thought was so funny mm-hmm. is he did volunteer – he put himself in there and then he was – the doctor was going to let him go out the door. Yeah. But – Luke Wilson had thrown a sheet over the window and the doctor's like, um, you can just go out the door. He's like, no. I got to do this for my friend. Yeah, my friend, he wrote this big plan, so I just have to do it. So if you wouldn't mind. And he's like, okay. He's like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, so he crawls uh, out the window and the I doctor's thought, holding the sheet or pulling it in. I or thought something. that was so funny. It was funny. That happened and I was like, I'm in. Like, I'm so in whatever is happening in this movie. Like, this is so funny. Um, also, if that movie was made today by Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. that that doctor would have been like Bill Murray or right. Harvey Keitel. Right. Like every single character in this movie would have been someone someone much more famous. Right. Bob would have not have been some rando. Like like a lot of these. But I keep trying to think he's someone because yeah. I've seen him in something. It would have been Jason Schwartzman though, or it would have been Edward Norton. Right. Like like because br- he's in my. They're both in my movie. Yeah. The. All your movie has most of his regulars now. Okay. Um. But yeah, it would have been somebody. The future man would have been somebody ridiculous. Where you're like, what? Uh. But James Khan showing up. Hello, James Khan. Um. Okay. So this. So then. So Luke Wilson goes gets out of the hospital, and his friends so happy for him, and they're gonna do these heists. Yes. Um. And. Luke Wilson's not super into it, but he's kind of into it. Because he likes his friend, so he's kind of just doing it to support his friend. Yeah, no. I'm not exactly sure why they're doing the heist. No, and who cares? But to me that but like to me that was such a very early indie nineties film of like a crime is gonna happen and we don't really understand why. We're probably not gonna understand why. Just let it happen. Okay. And they get their friend Bob to drive, and Bob is pretty much only in it because he is the only one with a car. Right. Uh, and then they plan this big heist and you think it's going to be something crazy. And they, at one point they say something about explosives right. and you think it's going to be this crazy thing and they like rob a bookstore. Which was so funny. I was like, really? That's what you're going to pick? Yeah, it was a book, like their big, big heist. And they're like, the cops are going to come for us and blah, blah, blah. It was a bookstore. 
It's a bookstore. And they, they robbed a single cash register. Yeah. Which is like $200. Well, they make a reference that they had a lot more than that because they gave the lady $500 or something. So I'm like, which was in those registers. Exactly, because it was a little bookstore. It wasn't a big bookstore. I do like, though, at the beginning that to like try it out or to figure it out when they're like robbing a place and they're talking through it. Oh, it's Luke Wilson's house. Yes, it's his parents' house, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny when they're like, okay, and they're doing things. Because I'm like, oh, they're just going. And then he says something about, no, you couldn't take the earrings. It's my mom's house. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I thought that was funny, like a practice run. What did they do? They broke out of the place and they went to the house. And I was like, I'm in. Like, I don't know what's happening, but like, I'm in that they're just instantly robbing a home. Right. uh, And just opened up the door. Because that's what they do. They just kind of open up the door. And I was like, oh. And then they put all the gloves on, and I'm like, what is happening? That's, uh, so yeah. then they go, and they're, what are they going to go? They're going to do some big heist or something? I think they were going to do the bookstore. No, after they leave, because they're the driving. Mr. Henry or something that. Yeah, and we find out that Mr. Henry is, like, he's like, oh, a leader of criminals or whatever. Right. But he's really just, like, a land guy. But he's also a criminal. But he's, he's a criminal, but the, yes. Um, but then. Why do they end up at the motel? They're driving somewhere. Yeah, they're driving to Mr. Henry, and then they kind of get stuck there for a little bit. But I can't remember why they get stuck there. Yeah. Well, are they lay low or something? I don't remember. So they lay low at this motel, and I felt like they were going somewhere, but then I don't remember. So they lay low at the... Because after they leave the motel, they're going to try and go somewhere else, too. Yes. Uh, so they go to the motel, and then Luke Wilson meets... What is her name? Inez. Inez. And she doesn't speak English, but he's instantly enamored with her. And at she's first, she's a maid. Yes. And at first, she's kind of like whatever. But then she just keeps talking. Like he, he just keeps talking to her as she's cleaning rooms, and he's just talk, 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 talk. He's talk. totally following her. I'm like, yeah, what is that? And he's wearing like a bathrobe or something. because yeah. <laughs> he sees her at the pool and he like waves at her, and she just kind of like smiles. Um, and he's wearing a bathrobe. And at one point, she goes to go in this house or this this um hotel room and people are like oh we're leaving now we're checking out she's like okay <laughs> and then Luke Wilson walks in and just starts folding their pillows and stuff and he's like hey how you doing and they're like what is happening yeah hello um so Bob's brother and I believe it's future man there's this weird subplot that Bob has a lot of marijuana plants in his backyard in his parents backyard yes um so Bob Bob's oh, brother I totally goes to, didn't put it together that it was Future Man. It's Future Man. Yeah, okay. I assume it's Future Man. And I don't know why they call him Future Man when everybody else has like a tw- name. They only called him that like twice. Right. Because then they, then other people called him his real name. Oh. Like, like what I liked too is that this is going to sound so weird. The characters in this movie felt real because uh, Owen Wilson, they kept calling him, I assume it's his last name. Right. But then other times they would just randomly call him Jeff. Which is his first name. I never heard him call him Jeff. They called him Jeff a couple times. Oh, I never heard and him do that. And I assume, yeah. And there's other times where they're just like, like I liked that. It's, oh yeah, like my f- best friend Taylor. Sometimes I call him Ernsty. That's right. his last name. Sometimes I call him Taylor. Like it just, it, it feels more real when it's not like, and then Greg said this. And right. Greg did that. And Greg and Greg and Greg. It's like, yeah, sometimes we just don't call him Greg. There you go. Um, I don't know. But so I really liked that. Uh, okay, so then, so Future Man goes to jail or something? Yes. For for being a drug dealer, but for having all the pot in the backyard? Yes. So Bob leaves. He ditches them. 
at the motel. Yes, and takes his car. He takes it's his, his car. car. And uh, what's his name? Owen Wilson's all sad and he's all angry because Bob's throwing the plane and blah, 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 blah. And then Luke Wilson says something about, well, we're stuck here. And he goes, yeah, you know, whatever. You do what you want. And he goes, great. I'm glad you understand. And he runs away and he goes to see Inez. And then they bonked? I think so. Yeah, which is really funny. Uh, it was really funny because like he like runs into the, the hotel and he's like looking for he's looking for the motel motel. And then she's like in a bathroom like cleaning and she like walks out. And he's like, Hah. and he like, <laughs> he like closes the blinds and closes the door and they just like bonk in the hotel room. And, yep. and, she, and I'm like, OK, Um it wasn't a super long scene or super no, descriptive no, or, or super graphic or anything. Um, I mean, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, Luke Wilson's kind of falling for Inez, but Owen Wilson's like, look, Mr. Henry, he wants us in the team or whatever. Oh, I know what happened. So uh, Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson are finally going to leave for some reason. And Inez is like, okay. I loved this part. I absolutely love this part because he's kind of like, come with us, come with us. Because they're, they're going to go do another job, I think. Right. He goes, come with us, come with us. And Inez is like telling him, no, 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 no. And they keep getting this little this little boy named Rocky or Ricky to keep translating. Yes. And he's like, I'm trying to work. And they just keep pulling away from his job to translate. And then uh, he like tells Inez he loves her and blah, 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 blah. And she just is like, this is all crazy and blah, 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 blah. So then... Um, <laughs> Owen Wilson goes, here you go, Inez. He has a package. He, he says, Luke, Luke Wilson wants you to have this. So he gives Inez the package. And she goes, okay, thank you. And she runs after him. She goes, Jerry, J- J- Jerry, I think is his name. Yeah. Because she calls him Jerry. Right. Or Jeff or whatever. She goes, Jerry. And then she gets the little boy to come translate. And she goes, Da-da-da. and he runs down the little boy. And he goes, tell Luke Wilson I love him. And Owen Wilson goes, tell me you love him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that comes back in the end of the movie. Yeah, oh, that was so funny when he was like, uh, all right, weird, Ricky. <laughs> like, it was so funny because <laughs> yes. I was like, you idiot. And then, so then uh, Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson get in a fight because uh, they steal a car. Well, because Luke Wilson gave Inez their money that they got. Yeah. yeah. And they get in a fight and then they both kind of go home. And well, at least we know Luke Wilson goes home and he lives with Bob. Yes. And he's, and he works with Bob. He's got three jobs and, and he's working, he's working, he's working. And then, uh, he's like tr- walking his dog or something. Yes. And you see, which we never really saw. No, again, right. Hector, the dog's name was but Hector. Did we ever see Hector like really quick, but not like, as yeah. they were running from a distance, we saw Hector. Right. And then we never saw Hector again. And in their conversation, he's like, Hector, like he keeps calling him. And I'm like, what happened to the dog? <laughs> I thought that too. I'm like, where did the dog go? Where's Hector? <laughs> Who stole the dog? But so Owen Wilson's like, oh, I'm sorry I hit you. Ah. And then uh, he's like, I want you to work on this job with me. And okay. So then they get, they Owen Wilson's like, come work on the job. And Luke Wilson's like, maybe. So he meets Mr. Henry. And Mr. Henry is like funny. Like right. I actually really liked James Conn in this role. Uh, Cause he's like a leader of like this group of, there's, they're like expert con men. Uh, which is great because they're not expert con men. They're conning as expert con men. Yes. I thought that was genius. Yes. Absolutely genius. 
um they're conning as con and this is why i thought you would like that because that i just got it that reveal was genius i just figured that out yeah they they, weren't really con men they were helping mr henry because yes what what mr henry does kumail said he kumail kumal whatever kumal said he was a kumar i think his name was kumar yeah It, it doesn't matter Little guy says he's a safe cracker. He's got the touch and he knows how to save, crack the safe. This other guy knows how to do this and blah, blah, blah. And they're all like their own things, okay? And the, at first I thought the guy was having dementia problems because he keeps forgetting. He goes, what are we doing? Where am I? And I was like, oh, no. Like I thought I was about to get really <laughs> sad. It's like, oh, he's about to botch the job. They do this big, big job that and, and Luke Wilson goes, Bob has to be on the team. I got to do this. Uh, you, you're the leader. Bob has to be on the team. And I got to get one of those cool jumpsuits. And That's at this right. point, he's wearing this big yellow jumpsuit. And Luke Wilson, Wilson has this like little motorized bicycle. And he's like riding around and popping wheelies in the driveway. It's so, so stupid. It, yeah. But so then, um, so they're doing this job and it starts to get botched. Things start to botch. It starts to get ruined. And nobody's, you know, hurt or anything. But then, what's his name? Applejack? Yes. Like has a heart attack. Yes. And he's like freaking out and panicking. And then the elevator gets stuck. And everybody's, you know, this is not working and that's not working. And the, the safe cracker is not a safe cracker. He can't get it open. Uh, the big reveal. And then and then uh, Applejack gets locked in the car. with, And Owen Wilson's outside the car. He's like, open the door. And he's like, my heart, I can't breathe. And at, at this point, I'm like, that's a long time to go having a heart attack. Right. Like he should be dead. It was fake. I did not put that together. Because we then realized that during this time while this is all happening, Mr. Henry yes. is stealing everything out of Bob's house. Yes. He is robbed with a big moving truck. He's robbing Bob blind. Yes. Which there was never a hint that that's going to happen. No. And I loved that. Like I said, it I, took me. I didn't realize it till right now. Yeah. That that's what happened. Yeah. So he's robbing Bob, robs everything out of Bob's house. Bob has nothing left in his home because we cut to the house being completely empty. Right. Uh, and then they say that when Applejack went to the hospital, he checked it out and never heard from him again. Oh. He was fine. See, I did not pick up that at all. Yeah. So they, they what, makes it, it, was, now. it was a truly botched job because he was just trying to steal everything. Because even Mr. Henry once goes, this is a nice house, Bob. That's all he says. He goes, it's a nice house, Bob. Uh, they're doing something in the living room or something because um, he stole everything out of it, which ruled. Uh, that was a really fun reveal of like, yeah. And Bob and his brother kind of started to, you know, bond again and be friends again over over that situation, oddly enough. Uh, and then <laughs> Owen Wilson says he's got this big plan to break out. And he goes, okay, you need to do this and you need to do that. And second we get to the second gate, no, okay, go. Yeah, because he's in prison. He's in prison. He goes to prison. He goes, okay, go. And they're both like, huh? He goes, ah, just kidding. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, I really liked this movie. And and Luke Luke Wilson and Inez get back together. Yes. We don't actually see them get back together, do we? Uh, I think a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he finds uh, her. Remember, he calls the hotel. Oh, and he, yeah. And he's trying to find her, but trying I mean, to find her. But we don't physically see them together again. I think he kisses her. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. But because uh, he says, oh, yeah, when Inez comes, she's going to bring she's going to blah, 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 bring you a package or something. Right. Uh, I love this movie. Oh, I'm so glad. This I movie was it so interesting. You. It was so, you didn't even know anything about this movie. 
this movie is so interesting and I thought that it was so much fun and it was cool to see how like little bits and pieces that Wes Anderson like was like can I do this like it was kind of like figuring out can I do this and what and can I do that I loved Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson together Luke Wilson playing the idiot was so much fun yes and Owen and or Owen Wilson playing the idiot was so much fun. Luke Wilson playing and and then him and him and there's a scene where him Bob or Bob and Owen Wilson are gonna go get haircuts because they need to hide their identity. Right. And Luke Wilson's like, I'm not cutting my hair. He goes, We well, gotta die. He goes, I'm not dying my hair. Oh, well, your identity's gonna be like it's so funny. And it, it's very nineties based on just like for some reason the nineties loved these weird Movies like this that had this weird kind of heist quality to them. I had a very, it felt very big Lebowski at times. Yes, I definitely in that, agree. That, that era and that range, very Coen Brothers, very big Lebowski, very like raising it. Like it just felt like a Coen Brothers movie. Right. Which is funny because now Wes Anderson could not be farther from the Coen Brothers. Right, absolutely. Like Wes Anderson and Coen Brothers movies don't really have a whole lot of, besides their huge ensemble casts. They don't really have, you know what I mean? They don't have anything right. that really is like, oh, yeah, they kind of feel the same. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're so different, but I really, I mean, now that you explained it to me, I liked it. Yeah, I totally it's changed really my good. mind because it, it made sense. At first I was like, what? But no, now it I, makes sense. I was shocked that you were like, I don't like it. I'm like, it's a heist movie. Right. But it was stupid um, heist. Exactly. About so, three doofuses. I know. But and that, that's definitely. And I would say that Luke Wilson is definitely the straight man of the two, don't you think? Yeah. Owen Wilson is the dingus. And it, right. he plays it so well. So rate it. It's a buy it for sure. If you're a Wes How? Anderson fan. And I, I mean, most direct most directors that are big name directors, I think their first movie is always interesting to watch. Right. Because you see what like what are they interested in? Okay. Because that's what's gonna be in their first movie. Is something that they really like, well, what about this kind of shot? Or what about that kind of shot? Because it carries over. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I now that you explained it to me, I really did like it too. I would give, not give it a buy it. Mm. I would give it a rent it just to try it out. Yeah. I think it was three ninety nine for forty eight hours good. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So it wasn't that big. Of a I thought deal. It, I thought it was very good. Yeah. So okay. So I have Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. Still Wes Anderson. First of all, I'm gonna just start with this part. Yes. Amazing cast again. I don't know See, how he does this. Yeah, I don't know. So he must be so cool to work with. You know what I mean? Like people must be like. Oh, yeah, I definitely want it because he works with everybody and not just in our movies, but George Clooney has been in a Wes Anderson movie. The Descendants? What? Which George Clooney, which movie was he in? Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, duh. He's the Fox. Yeah, Uh, I had a Jeff Goldblum. He's in a couple. Okay. Jeff Goldblum's in Life Aquatic as well as Isle of Dogs. Okay. Oh, that's right. Uh, Willem Dafoe is in a lot of his stuff. I think Buscemi, I don't know. You got to look at the the cast for this next one. It's ridiculous. So let's go over it. Okay. Bruce Willis. Yes. Francis McDormand, who yes. I love. Yes. Bill Murray. Yes. Harvey Keitel. Yes. <laughs> who only shows up in the last 20 minutes. I know. Like, it's like, wait, what? He's like talking Harvey? and I go, is that Harvey Keitel? Yeah, it looks totally different. Uh, yeah, not just Harvey Keitel. A, I'm pretty sure since like he's been retired at this point, Harvey Keitel Dressed as a boy scout. Right, like a head boy scout. Kind of with, he turned around to go do something. He's got, it totally looks like a dress. It's not yeah. a dress, but it's something. His little shorts. Like, that's I, Harvey Keitel. You yeah. got him in little shorts. I was trying to think, did I miss anybody else? Yes. 
Tilda Swinton? Yeah. As social services. I loved that. I loved that her character name was social services. Edward Norton? You say Edward Norton? I uh, thought I did, but if I didn't, Edward Norton, who I am a huge fan of. Um, Jason Schwartzman plays the cousin? Yes. Yes. Lots of... Took, took a minute because he had like a hat and mustache. glasses or something. Yeah. I don't really... Yeah, he confuses me. I never... I'm always like, that guy. But I never can yeah. remember his name. So this is the story of Sam. Mm-hmm. And Sam, which we learn, we learn kind of into it, but Sam's a foster kid. Mm-hmm. Sam lost his parents. We don't know exactly why. Or how. Or how or anything. So, but anyway, it starts out at like, they don't call it Boy Scout camp. It's like Khaki Scouts or something. The khakis, yeah. And Edward Norton is the, the like the camp leader in its camp. Uh, Ivanhoe? Something like, I don't remember, but it's a camp and they have like little tents. Bob Balaban. Okay. He's in this too. Who is he? The narrator. Oh, I love this guy. I didn't know his name, but I love him. Yeah. He's so good. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the narrator. It's Bob Balavan. Yeah, this guy just comes in and he just like says stuff. He, and he much- literally comes on screen. And he talks to you. And then he just like disappears. And then the story continues. And he only does it at the very beginning and the very end. Yeah, I feel like he pops in at one point to show us a map. That's at the beginning. And he, oh, explains, okay. he explains the layout of the island. Like the island is, I hate this. The settings, the character. The island is a character. Right, which is weird. But so anyway, so it's at Boy Scout camp. And then we um, we see in the morning that Edward Norton is the head of the, this camp. <laughs> and like all the, the little boys, the boys, because they're not little boys. They're around to say, well, 12. Yeah. And they like set up his breakfast and everything is all perfect. And then they're missing one. It's also set in 1965. Which is really important. Yes. Because that changes everything. Because he's smoking a cigarette at Boy Scout camp. Yeah, I mean, but just different things. He comes things, out of the his music, tent smoking a cigarette. The music, you know, everything. Cars, it's very Wes Anderson. Uh, and very 60s. Yes. So then they realize, he realizes that somebody's missing. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the tent and knock, knock, and you've, you've zipped it from the inside. He has a little tool. Yeah, and he pulls it open, and everything is all nice and neat, but it's gone. And... The kid has cut a hole in the tent and escaped and wrote a note. So they're the beginning of the notes throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Wrote a note saying, sorry, I'm quitting. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And so then they're all worried about him. So they call, they call the policeman mm-hmm. who is Bruce Willis. Yeah. Looking totally different. His hair. It looks good. It looks good. It I does look, look good. Yeah. But he doesn't have a ton of hair. It's, no, he has a lot of it, though. Yeah. It looks good. I liked it a lot. And so then then they call Sam's parents and then that's when they all find out that it's not Sam's parents and they don't want him back because he's just been trouble. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of go back and we find that I don't know how Sam gets there, but he meets Susie. Mm-hmm. Like he walks into a the church or something. Room. Well, no, his his junior scout troop, because it's another guy is the junior scout leader. Got it. Is at this musical. Okay. And then so anyway, so Sam meets Susie. And before we even see the Sam meet Susie, we see Susie. We don't really know who she is. Uh-huh. She's sitting in a house listening to a record player talk mm-hmm. about boring orchestra music. And she's using her um, binoculars. Yeah. And we're like, okay, it's it's so Wes Anderson to me because you're getting these little bits. Yeah. But you don't really know what's going on. But it's like, okay, you better be paying attention or you're going to f- miss something. 
So then she keeps looking and looking and we don't really know what she's looking at. And then all of a sudden she gets a letter from the mailbox mm-hmm. and it's to her. And that's when we see it. And then we see it go back to when Sam and Susie meet from the first time. We find out she's, they're about the same age. So she's 12. She looks way older to me than him. Yeah. And they, we kind of find out that she's got a temper because she was supposed to be a certain bird, a raven. It looks like the story of Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. Like a church thing. It is a story of Noah's Ark. Yeah. It's, it's like called like Nua's Flood. Like yeah. it's like it's like Swedish or something. Yes. And then so Sam goes back there. He meets her. Then they start. Oh, they're going to leave her something. And she gives him a note. Write to me. So they start writing back and forth like pen pals. But something mm-hmm. was going on. So then what we then it jumps ahead again. And what we find out is that Sam is meeting Susie. Yes. And they're running away together. And she brought her cat. Which, oh, okay. So first of all, a couple of poker things, mm-hmm. pokeballs. Number one, this is the first Wes Anderson movie without Owen Wilson. Yeah. I literally was waiting for him to show up. Yeah. As like as like some rando. He's not. Nope. Nope. And the second really good pokeball, mostly it was just everybody and who was in it, but this was a great pokeball. Okay. That the girl that plays Susie mm-hmm. got to keep the kitten. What? She got to keep the kitten. I want to be in a movie with a little puppy. And you have a puppy. Yeah, but I have two puppies. You no no. And then the boy that plays Sam, mm-hmm. he got to keep the backpack. Oh, I would have kept the hat. Yeah. Well, he got to keep the backpack. Well, no, it probably was wet and stinky because there well, was, was probably some rain a bunch scenes. of hats. I know, but no, he kept the backpack. Yeah. So anyway, so then. And nobody likes Sam, but no. they don't really know why they don't like Sam. They just don't like Sam. Sam seems a little bit different to me. He's got but, some stuff going on. Well, and his, his and, life and not, has been different. Well, I don't mean like a mental thing. No. I don't mean like he's, you know, he's got Susie's some. Susie's got some issues. Yes. She's I, got some major anger I issues. Yes. Uh, anger issues. Yes. I think Sam is just, Sam doesn't know how to cope with not having a family. Yeah, because he has no one. Sam has no one. He doesn't know how to cope with that because he's 12 years old. Right. And Susie, I think, is trying to figure out who she is, but she's the only one. Like, in her family, she's definitely older than the three little boys. Mm-hmm. There's three little boys. She and They're all goblins. Yeah. But I think she's trying to figure it out. So anyway, so they start... They And her mom is cheating on her dad. With the police officer, Bruce Willis. Which I thought was a very cool way to show, because we don't see anything. We just, it's implied. Right. It's not even like, oh, they're kissing. It's just implied that she sneaks out to go see him. Oh, but it's- And Susie sees it. then And then everyone talks about it. Right. So every, yeah. But it's never like, it's never some like, some drawn out scene. And there's no graphic sex scene or anything. You don't see any of that. No. In fact, they break up. Yeah. In the movie. The, I thought that was cool. Gonna see, yeah. So anyway, so the, they're together and then everybody is like worried because they're all, you know, where are they, they can't, where are they, they can't find them, they're looking for them, they've got, then social services has to get involved. Yeah. And they have to fly social services in there and it's actually just Jed? a woman. Huh? Who was Jed? I don't or know. The, you know what I mean? Because he was the one guy where I was like, you gotta be somebody, right? Yeah, I don't think he was. The The pilot? Right. So then they get everybody involved, but Sam and... Okay, first of all, I'm cracking up because Susie brings her battery-operated record player. Yes. And, you know, at first I'm like, this is pretty innocent. I felt like it really was. 
Yeah. And, and then it kind of took a little, not a naughty turn, but just they were kissing and stuff. And then they were swimming and stuff. And, um, but it wasn't naughty. They, they, or, don't, they never do anything. You're like, Ugh. right. No. There's I mean, one funny reference to something. Okay. Uh, I can't say it. Oh, okay. But uh, there's a funny reference. And he's like, uh, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I feel that. And he's like, I'm sorry. She's like, it's cool. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That. Um, so anyway, so they're catching fish. They're kind of living on their own. I don't know what their plan is of where they're thinking they're going to go. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. But then they get, it's kind of interesting. They're asleep and then they hear a hel- uh, an airplane. So then, they, and she's in her bra and her underwear and he's mm-hmm. like in his underwear and something because they were swimming or whatever. Yeah. And they were sleeping. And yeah. And they open the tent and everyone is standing there. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. They don't open the tent. Bill Murray rips the top off or he rips the tent no, out. he unzips it. Oh, I thought he lifted the whole thing. No, he unzips it. And then they're all standing there. And then Bill Murray pulls the top, the tent right like. Whoosh, yeah, yeah. And everybody is standing there. And then, you know, everybody is yelling. And Bill Murray is saying to Susie, you know, you'll never see him again. And yeah. stuff. And um, then. Oh, I know. Because I, I kind of got lost a little bit, but then I'll come back. Then the policeman, Bruce Willis, actually ends up because social services can't get there. Yeah. So he ends up being in charge of Sam. He takes him to his For like an hour or something. Or whatever at his house because he sleeps there. Right. We also forgot to mention that Bob Balaban, the narrator at the very beginning, says this is three days before the big storm that's going to ruin this island happens. Right. And then the movie ends three days later. Like so, So it's getting stormier and stormier. It is. So then... He's going to have to go to some place called Juvenile Refuge or something. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> and it cuts to like a picture that's like not great. Right. It's and a sweatshop or something. It's something icky. And then then they're talking about electrotherapy for their brain, his brain or something. And both Bruce Willis and Edward Norton are like, you're not going to do that to him. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. He's just a kid. I thought, I honestly thought that Edward Norton was going to take so him. So did I. I was surprised when Bruce Willis... I totally, we just totally jumped ahead. But, but whatever. I totally thought Edward Norton was going to adopt him. Yeah. It was, or but be his foster. But yeah. He didn't want to be a khaki scout anymore. No, he didn't. So. There you go. He's not a khaki scout anymore. That's right. But, so then they're sleeping and I can't remember how this happens or what, but the, all the khaki scout, one khaki scout in particular decides that they've been wrong. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have. The treated. one who got stabbed was not there. Right. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, she stabbed, and she's then they killed their dog on accident. That was yeah. There was this big scene that I totally skipped, and I didn't mean to, but a dog got killed, and it was sad. But just for a second, you didn't see much. And then, um, yeah, she stabs him to get away. She Again, stabs. you don't see it. You don't see it. It's just like ah, and then it's over. So anyway, but then they decide that they really should help him because they don't really know him and they didn't know what was going on with him and why did they think it was weird? They don't know. Yeah. So, so funny. I forgot exactly how it went, but <laughs> I, I I don't know why, but then Sam goes over to the fireplace or something and the, the, the khaki scout is like peeking and talking and he's like, we're going to get you out of here. And he's like, no thanks or no pl- something. And then I'm not going to go without her. And then all of a sudden she's like, hello. She's like, I'm here too. <laughs> yeah. And so then they they all escape together. 
and the the khaki scouts are going to get him out. Well, then, so funny, Edward Norton wakes up and his whole camp is gone. So then he uh, messages to the big camp that I lost yeah. my whole troop, and that's when we see Harvey Keitel, like, he's so stupid. Yeah. And then... I don't know why they go to the big camp. They're uh, trying to get somewhere, I think. They're trying to get uh, Jason Schwartzman, the cousin. The cousin is to going to... Get them on a boat to get them out. Yes, because they're going to make him a crabber or something. And then... <laughs> he's going to live on a fishing boat. Right. But he's like, can I take my wife? And it's like, and what? Jason Schwartzman does the ceremony. Yeah, and they're 12. And he's like, this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do this. So then... So there's more chasing and running, and then the camp gets involved, and then there's a storm. And then at one point, Sam holds of a flag, and you just know dead meat right there. And he's like, get, come and get me, whatever. And he yells a bad word. And of course, what happens? I remember. Lightning. Oh, yeah. And he goes, Poof. And it's so cute. He like flies off. His feet are on fire. So I know it's not really funny, but it was funny in the movie. And he's like putting out his socks. <laughs> and his he's got like all this black stuff around his face and and stuff. And um, then they just keep going and back and forth, back and forth. And they're like hiding. And then now they can't find him. And social services is here. And oh, the um, Edward Norton ends up being demoted but then he saves the guy he the saves head. harvey Keitel. yes which was exciting but the best part it was so great was everybody has to come to the church because of this bad storm and bill murray's there and where's my daughter we don't know where's my son? i don't know we don't know where he is we're still looking we don't know what to do and all bruce of a sudden, willis notices i was to say bruce willis looks up and sees like these kids standing there in the animal costumes yes and then they realize he realizes it's them because she has her binoculars and he has his little hat oh i didn't even catch that yeah because yeah, he notices and he goes i don't know where they are yeah could you do he knew it was them and then the lights go out and they're gone and he's like where are they and one of the little animals points up so then sam and Susie are outside like it's rainy and pouring and they're like on a church steeple they're gonna jump they're gonna jump and they're just gonna either end it or just you know survive and stuff and then then social services is like no way tell him tell him and bruce willis says i'll be your foster and everything's okay i think he's just straight adopts him yeah i think he just says foster at first but uh, yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden it was like i don't know what happens but like the church steeple just kind of was a big Bruh. crash yeah and bruce and willis it shows is, them or yes. it shows the people looking up at the steeple the steeple's gone right and they're just hanging by a string. And he's like, don't let go. The little rope he made. Right. So everything is good and they're happy and it's a good life. And Sam still gets to see Susie. And now he's a little police officer. I look so cute. He's dressed just like Bruce Willis. So it was so cute. Bye. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I only had one problem with this movie. I really liked it, by the way. This is a buy it. Really? I this movie. I I really did like this movie. It's really good. It's a good, good film. I liked this a lot. I had one problem. Yeah. And this is just a picky problem. Yeah. Bill Murray playing Susie's dad, too old. Way too old. But I think that, that makes that, to me, that works. That both him and Francis McDormand are a little bit, maybe too. The age difference between the two of them, and maybe there isn't, but to me it seemed like there was too big of an age difference, and that was that. What, what if that's the problem? Is that like he's too old to realize that he needs to? You know what I mean? Like right. he's he's too old to be the daughter, the dad of a twelve-year-old. Right. Not just, too old, but you know what I mean. Like, right. It just that was the only thing that bothered me in this whole movie. I really? Was, yeah, that was it. I liked his little paintings that he did. 
Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a coming of age film. Yeah, you know, and I, but I really, really liked it. I'm shocked how much I, I was watching it and I was like, Mom's gonna give us a rent it. Mom's gonna just no. It was a buy off. it. I really, really liked it. Really, it was really good. Yeah, I was in, like I said, I hid away on my lunch because sometimes, big shocker. When I have lunch with my friends at work, my fellow teachers, I talk and then I don't watch a movie. Yeah. And I just hid and and because I wanted to finish it. So this is, it was a great one. This is a buy it for sure. That's shocking. Oh, well, I liked it. Yeah. And so I'm glad we did Wes Anderson because I kind of liked, I, Bottle Rocket for me was a rented. Fine. Yeah. But this was a buy it. Yeah, it's really good. So, all right, should I do our stuff? Will you see if no. we have an email? No, no, because no, we got to do, remember what we did last time for Guillermo del Toro? What did we say? What else would you like to see them do? Oh, he did, okay. What? No, I was just going to say Wes Anderson really does everything. What do you mean? Well, because, hello, he does, he's done Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. Yeah, so well, Isle of Dogs some, is not a kid's movie. No, 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 I'm not saying kid's movie because I don't really think that Fantastic Mr. Fox I wouldn't consider it kids' movies. Mm-hmm. I would consider it animated. Sure. Yeah, it's stop motion. Almost like, almost like, but not really. So kind of like Japanese anime. Sure. Animated or whatever, but not necessarily for children. Sure. That's I I would say you might be wrong. I think oh. I think Wes Anderson. I think Miss Fantastic Mr. Fox is definitely for a younger audience. Uh no, some of it is so kind of weird. But anyway, I would say like ten, ten and up. I think is I don't know. Anyway. And he's done romance. Yeah. Like and what? And he's done action adventure. What is an action adventure? Bottle Rocket was action adventure. adventure. <laughs> Bottle Rocket was not okay. action well, adventure. Well, compared to. But I mean, I would love to see him do an action adventure because it would be different. I, he, and I know that uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox is a rolled doll book. Right. I'd love to see him do other rolled doll properties. Yes. I would love to see Wes Anderson's Willy Wonka. Yes, because because it, it would it, it fits that like weird, yes. like just a little bit weird, but not too weird, but also not too boring, like and and if you used his usual cast of ra- like random people, it would be this absurdly huge ensemble cast, right? For Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka would be like Edward Norton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it would be somebody that you wouldn't expect, right? I'm going to go back to what I said last week. I'd also would be interested to see him do James and the Giant Peach because his it would definitely yeah. be a little bit grittier. Maybe is that also Roll Doll? Yeah, yeah. So him doing Roll Doll, I think. I think again, it would be interesting. Um, but yeah, like his Willy Wonka, Bill Murray would be Grandpa Joe, right? Or or Harvey Keitel would be Grandpa Joe. Harvey Keitel would be Grandpa Joe. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you it would just be so random. Right. I've seen a lot of Wes Anderson movies and they're they're just a little different, but I really want to see more now. <laughs> would Willem Dafoe be Slughorn or Slugworth or whatever he's you know yeah, the bad guy's like, so Tell good. me your secrets. That's yeah, totally Willem Dafoe. Yeah, with his big face. That's totally Willem Dafoe. That would be just so like, good. But who who would play Willy Wonka to in Wes Anderson's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Who is his Willy Wonka? Owen Wilson. It's Owen Wilson, right? It's Owen Wilson. Is Owen Wilson charming enough? No, but that's what makes it good. Really? Yeah, because I think he could he could play it a little bit more standoffish, and court and weird. Yeah, that's not like fair. crazy weird, just like goofy weird. Yeah, I would say, and not the way Johnny Depp played it, no, like that, Carol but... Channing's weird. <laughs> this is just a little bit like you're all, huh? 
What's wrong with this guy? But like Gene Wilder did. Yeah. I think he could play it more like that. Yeah, like singing as he's riding a bike. You know what I mean? That's right. like stirring something. Yeah. Him or, or I think Edward Norton could do a good job too of just a little weird. No, because you know. No, because Edward Norton would be the dad of the little girl with the golden goose. No way. Yes. Bruce Willis would be that dad. Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. You want that? You want that? Yeah, we'll buy it. We'll buy it. We'll buy it. Oh, maybe. And Francis McDormand would have to be Mike TV's mom. Really? Yes. Okay. I, I don't I know any know. other major women She she could, she could be uh, Charlie's actual mom. Uh, oh, yeah, she could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then, of course, the kids are... He always finds really good kid actors. I was going to say, those two that played in that Sam and Susie, mm-hmm. super good. Oh, they were super very really, good. really, good. I don't know if they'll ever... You know what I mean? A lot of kid actors do one movie, two they movies. Did, and they then, didn't, they've done several. Hopefully, big stuff. You know what More I mean? stuff with him. Oh, good, 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 good. More, good, good. more yeah, with yeah, Anderson yeah. stuff. So. Um, yeah, that's the thing, is, is I could see him doing a Willy Wonka... Not really a Disney property I would give him. No. Besides, like, James and Peach Bell doesn't really count. You know what I mean? Like, because he... Anything that he did would have to have... This sounds so bizarre. Have to have a lot of counting? Right. Or, like, a, like a list. Like, that's what makes the Willy Wonka thing so so good is because you can see the scene right. of here is the... And there's five chocolate bars. Each yes. chocolate bar goes to a different. Like you can see it in that perfectly, like almost infographic style of Wes Anderson of each chocolate bar getting individually wrapped and then getting placed in a box and then getting shipped and showing the shipping and the cross section of like the Wonka factory. Like it, it all works. You can, see, totally you can see, see it, it. right? Absolutely. And it's narrated by Alec Baldwin. Or even I liked that guy that did Moonrise Kingdom. Bob Balaban. I like him. Yeah, I really do like him. So. All right, now... SNL did a... This was a couple years ago when Edward Norton was hosting. They did... Uh, I think it's The Strange... Uh, no, it's uh, it's like a, a riff on The Strangers, but it's Wes Anderson's horror movie. Uh-huh. And they, they made a trailer for a horror movie done by Wes Anderson. Did he? But Wes Anderson really hasn't done it. No, he doesn't film. do horror. I was going to say, that's the only genre that I wouldn't want to see him do. Sci-fi either. No. Like yeah. like any anything crazy or his is just more A B C D. That's the way it goes. Any and the realism is what makes it work. Yes. Anything that's too like, and then a laser beam. Like that's not really no. a Wes Anderson. No. So like but Wes Anderson it. doing Star Wars. I think Conan did that when they were when they announced a new Star Wars. Who was going to direct it? They did a Wes Anderson Star Wars, and it was like Han Solo and Chewbacca riding a two person. Uh, two-person motorcycle like Chewbacca's in the sidecar oh, and like funny. like down by the schoolyard is playing or like it's like I mean yeah. Julia, like it's like weird like that but in this whole SNL horror movie thing mm-hmm. uh Edward Norton plays Owen Wilson oh that's funny so he's like wow we gotta know and then there's like kids who are like here's how we're gonna defeat the strangers we have this we have this and it totally does the Wes Anderson cut of like this thing this thing this thing and the whole trailer is narrated by Alec Baldwin. Oh, funny. I like it. Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, I mean, yeah, besides, uh, I don't know what else he, I don't know what else he could do, you know, besides, right. like, besides Roald Dahl. I just. I don't know. But okay. he's good. I would see just about anything. I have to watch more of his films now. I never want this to happen. Ever, oh. ever, ever. I never, ever want them to do this. Okay. You think he could do a live action Wallace and Gromit? Yes. 
I, like, I never, do. ever, ever want Wallace and Gromit to be not that. And they can't do Wallace and Gromit anymore because the guy who played Wallace is dead. Oh, he was I'm old. sorry. But, so I don't want any more Wallace and Gromit. But I think that if anyone was to do a live action Wallace and Gromit, that, that, that very like, it's very stylized. And I think right. that would work. I absolutely agree. I think that he, if they would do that, which they shouldn't, yeah. he's the perfect person to direct it because it totally would fit into his style. Yeah. It, it's kind of that in between. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No, do the spiel. I'll, I'll check for emails. I don't think any. Well, we probably have 12. Mm, probably don't have any. Okay. We have a Facebook page. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have an email. show at gmail.com. We have a Discord. If you, in the notes, we've been talking a little bit. Yeah, we've been getting on that more for yeah, sure. Check out Discord. It's fun to talk to people. Uh, on our Discord, we just posted our March Madness movie bracket. Yes, we did. Uh, and we'll be talking about that. Um, we're probably not going to post our specific results in the Discord because that's the point of our Patreon episode that we're going to do with the bonus episode on Patreon. But we'd love to see yours. So if you want to fill it out, I know a couple people have sent me theirs. Uh, oh, have they already? Yeah, it's oh, fun. Do we get to talk about that at the bonus episode too? Yeah. About other people's? We'll talk about other people's, yeah. Oh, if you I send them in, we'll Let's talk about that. Or if we don't have to go through each one, but we could say, so-and-so said this was the best one. Yeah, it's not like we're going to go, okay, here's all 10 brackets we got sent in. This right. person, this person. We'll say like, oh, that's interesting. This person, who was this person's final four or whatever. Right. Uh, if you don't know, so what I did, uh, if you're not on our Discord, uh, I'll probably put it on our social medias to our Facebook and our Twitter. But I made a uh, uh, March Madness style bracket, sixty-four entries, which was sixty-four. Yes. Oof. And I think it's this weekend. Yes, sixty-four. March Madness basketball. Was it? Sixty-four entries. It's four different genres. Well, technically five, but four different genres of movies. Yes. There's kids movies. Yes. Action adventure movies. Yes. Uh, superhero movies. Yes. Because they needed their whole own category, and then there was a combo category of horror and comedy. Yes. Because they both, and it was. The best franchises, not just the one that you like the best, but all of them. There are a couple, uh, what's that called, abbreviations in there that I, I put a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of notes on the Discord of like, here's what this abbreviation yeah, means. Yeah, the DCOE. Like, DCEU. Yes, that one. Expanded Universe. Yes. It's all the DC movies they made. Yes. And they all are garbage. But then like Batman is there, but it's like, well, not the Ben Affleck Batman, the Christian ba- or that, and that's not the Christian Bale Batman. That's the original Batman with right. the three Batman. And then the TDK is the Dark Knight, and BTTF is Back to the Future, and like right, so. It took you, me a minute to figure that one out. Yeah, but um, I don't think we have probably the same winner on this one. We don't. I've seen who you have winning. Oh, you peaked. Yeah, I was watching you do it. I was sitting right there. What? No, you weren't. I was literally talking to you as you were filling it out. No, oh, well, I don't remember. I don't remember who you had winning, but it's not. I don't remember who I who I had. We winning might either. have had the same. I know that Whitney, my girlfriend, has sent sent me hers and I me and her have the same final winner. Okay. Uh I don't also think that you and I have the same final four. Okay. I mean my final four is pretty obvious when you like can see it you're like, oh duh duh duh. Right. Uh some of the matchups are, are fun and are and if you're uh, if you're going, well Ruben, how did you pick these movies that deserve to be in these franchises? What I did is I went to a bunch of lists of highest grossing franchises and then I just looked up popular franchises in those genres besides like I think the top 50 highest grossing franchises are on there. And in superheroes, the, of course, the biggest franchise of all time, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That does not count. And in our bracket, that doesn't count because 
that's like 18 different stories. You know what I mean? It's like right. 20 different stories or whatever, or 18 or however many different single stories are. So that one doesn't count because you can't say, well, the Iron Man movies are good, but the Thor movies aren't. So, but since they're all MCU, it all moves on. I broke it, the MCU down to every movie, every franchise in the MCU that has more than or three or more movies. Yes. So Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor are the only ones that went in. Even though I have Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man franchise on there, and that that's not MCU though. Right. So that even though that only has two movies, there are a couple franchises that only have two movies. One very popular franchise that was on every single highest-grossing franchise list. I'm like, I'm not going to include this. This is stupid. Avatar. There's only one. How can you say it's the highest-grossing franchise when there's say, only how, one? You can't call it a franchise if it's only one. Well, the second one's coming. I actually. The best part is somebody sent me an article the other day. Is Avatar 2 and Avatar 3 got release dates. You want to know what release dates they are? No. 2014 and 2015. They're coming. Sit tight. This is an article from like 2012 that says the next two Avatars are coming in 2014 and 15. And that was six years ago. I know. I'm like, wait. Yeah. That's already passed. Yeah. So eight years ago, this article was written about how the next Avatars are coming yeah, in a couple years. Yeah, I don't think years. it's coming. It is supposedly... They're not. I mean, they won't do well. Nobody no. cares anymore. Nobody cares anymore. Avatar and World at Disneyland or Disney World, cool. The movies, I do not care about. Right. Okay, so I didn't finish. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast and get to hear bonus episodes, go yeah. to Patreon. Patreon.com slash KTMA show. And T Public will get you some great Kid Tested Mother approved merchandise. I T-E wear mine Public. all the time. Yeah. So, all right. Did we get any emails? No. Oh, poop. Okay. Whatever. So I did want to give a little, just a put a little plug. Okay, can I give a little plug? Sure, depends what too, but no, it doesn't. I'm gonna cut it out if it's bad. It's not gonna be bad. It's just a little update to July 18th. What is that? That's when we're going to Christmas Con. We're going just for the Saturday. Remember? Oh yeah, I forgot. So we we're a little update. We got our hotel. Yeah. Next week, we're going to get our tickets. Yeah. We just hope with the coronavirus that we, they won't be oh, canceled. Oh, crap. I forgot about that. Because everything here, so I hope everyone else is well. We're fine here. Yeah. They're just being really over-precautious, which is not a bad thing, and I didn't mean it the way it sounded. Um, so any event here that is over 1,000 people, they're canceling. And, and it's just for a few weeks. Or- so like hockey games and stuff like that. Yes, I guess the hockey games they could do, but just no people. There's no audience, which is ridiculous. Right, just just move it. This is such a a break from form for us, but did you hear what LeBron James said? No. If I go play to play a game and there's no audience, I'm not playing. Uh, Okay. Shut up, you doofus. Just play the game. Who cares who's watching? Right. Well, apparently he does. The only problem I would have is if I was a professional athlete and I went out there and there's nobody there, it would be hard for me to take the game seriously. Right. It's obviously it's a real game and, and and but it like in my brain it would almost feel like a practice because nobody's there. You know what I mean? Like Right, exactly. Well, you know what's another thing too when they're saying that. So, and some colleges have been postponed and stuff for a couple of weeks. Um churches. Yeah. If they have I didn't even think about this. If they have over a 1000 people, Bummy. Right. So anyway, but we're fine. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that we're going to be able to go because I'm very excited about it. One yeah. of us is very excited. The other is me. Um, also, I saw this funny meme. I didn't send it to you, but it, it was about coronavirus. Uh-huh. And it's, a, and it's COVID-19. And it said, I realized that uh, you can sing COVID-19 to Come On Eileen, and now I can't hear it any different. 
Okay, now I'm laughing because I'm totally COVID nineteen. That's funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's good. Okay. Um, Wait, one last funny coronavirus joke. Okay. Uh, Weird Al tweeted out, "No, I'm good. I don't need to make my corona." <laughs> Because probably enough people have like, ooh, he's like, nah, I'm okay. I already we're, parodied that song. Yeah, we're good. Um, have you been watching anything? I haven't. Little boy, here we go. I watched so much this week. Did you? I saw Onward. Oh, yes, but no spoilers. No spoilers. I enjoyed it. I don't, I mean, I get why this movie has mixed reviews. Like some people, it's weird. I, I, I think this might be a little bit of an older crowd that it, it's targeted towards. Maybe not little, little kids. But then again, no Pixar movie really, in my opinion, is targeted a little little kids except for Cars 2. Right. Or you know, any of the Cars franchise, I feel like, is targeted to a very young audience. Right. Whereas these aren't. Um, okay. I would say double digits, maybe okay. a little bit older. Um, it's pretty good. I, I very much enjoyed it, especially because the family reminds me of our family, and that sucks. Because uh, uh, I cried. I only cried because of one thing, uh, but... And well, yeah, and you see the movie, and you'll you'll realize why that family reminds, uh, because they're all no, no they're all like us. The mom right. looks like you. No, it's not bad. It's right. not bad, and she's forced by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh, I like her. Yeah, uh, and then I'm the Chris Pratt, bro, the Chris Pratt son. Yes, you are. And I didn't like that because <laughs> uh, he's old and like, bro, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, wow, that's me. Um, all right, what else did you see? Okay. So I went to Taylor's house the other day and we were playing games. Yes. And we put on a bunch of stuff on Disney Plus just to watch it. Okay. What'd you watch? I watched Fuzz Bucket. Which you talked about for the longest time. That bring you want to watch Fuzz Bucket. Uh we watched it. Okay. Fuzz Bucket sucks. Which you knew that for Oh no, like and it gets weird. And there's just so many unresolved plot lines. It's just bad. It's a bad it's like it's oh, we could not watch Fuzz Bucket for this show. Because it's 45 minutes and there's not enough time to just like, like there's not, it's like, here, okay, ready? We're going to pretend. Hey, welcome to the Fuzz Bucket episode. It sucks. Throw it in the trash. Next topic. Like there, there's no like. <laughs> there's something good to talk about. No, it's not even like a so bad it's good. It's just like, what is this? Like this sucks. Oh, okay. So then we watched yeah. Mr. Boogity. Okay. Mr. Boogity was so bad it's good. Okay. Mr. Boogity was like, this is so stupid, and some of these things don't make any sense. But you liked it. Because, yeah, there was one part that legitimately scared Taylor and I, and then we laughed at how much it legitimately scares Because we got, like, really into our game, and then, like, this guy, like, jumps out. He's like, ah! And, like, jumps out in the movie, and we both looked up at the same time. We're like, oh, my God! <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... That ruled, uh, yeah, Mr. Boogity, uh, Mr. Boogity was so bad, it's good. Like, Fuzz Bucket, don't even bother. Watch Mr. Boogity. It's so ridiculous. Okay. Uh, what else was next? Uh, oh, and then we watched Xenon, the okay. first Xenon. I remember that one. Pretty bad. Yep. Pretty bad. Yep. Uh, not a good movie. No. Uh, it's fine. Also, we realized something, and I'm sure people have noticed this. So they made three Xenons, okay? Yes. And Raven Simone plays Nebula. Yes. The best friend. In Xenon 1. She does not play Nebula in Xenon 2. Who is she? Some other actress. Oh, okay. She plays Nebula in Xenon 3. Oh, how funny. They replaced her for one movie. Huh. And Taylor was convinced that Lisa Kudrow played the ant. Uh-huh. Lisa Kudrow does not play the ant. Okay. Lisa Kudrow is not in any of the Xenon movies. There you go. You're um, but so that Because he was like, yeah, it's Lisa Kudrow. I was like, What? No. And then the ant showed up. He's like, that's not Lisa Kudrow. I was like, I know. And then he Googled it and I was like, no. No, it's not. Um, 
And then we watched Black Cauldron. Which you said Taylor had not seen before. Taylor had not seen. He, he goes, I think we owned it. Black Cauldron rules. Okay. It's a very good movie. And it, uh, if you like fantasy, if you like Legend of Zelda, if you like Lord of the Rings, there's a lot of hints towards that stuff in this. It's definitely Lord of the Rings, and it actually came out the same year that Legend of Zelda did. So, okay. But it really does feel like a Legend of Zelda movie. Okay. Like this totally could be a movie based on the video game Legend of Zelda, okay. and you would just be fine with that. Uh, it's very fun. It's very good. It's really cool to watch this pretty much forgotten about movie in HD. Okay. Like because it's, it's I don't think I've ever seen it. It's actually. so good. I'll have to watch it. And it, it like there was a couple times where Taylor and I were like, oh yeah, we understand why this has not been like put on DVD or anything. It's scary. It's genuinely scary at times, but it's also very like. There's a lot of really there's maybe four or five times Taylor and I both went whoa at oh, just nice. the animation because we're like whoa that's really it looks real at certain parts wow. like it's yeah it's very good well that's Black cool. Cauldron absolutely rules the Horn King is terrifying it it's so good okay did you see anything else uh I don't think so yeah I don't really I haven't seen anything new so all right. Should we talk about our theme for next week, which I'm kind of excited about this in a weird way. I don't mean, I don't know if I should be, but I kind of am. Yes. Because it's somebody new for me. It's somebody new for you. You've never seen any of this person's movies. I have not. I didn't even know this person was a person. Until he won Oscars. Yeah, but I mean, I still didn't. It wasn't really until I read the Discord. Mm -hmm. And I think it was. Quite a few people. Okay, I only saw the one. In the Discord and the Facebook, this person, just like Guillermo del Toro, this person has popped up on Facebook and Discord. Okay, so I only had seen it once, and this person, there was one person that was like, oh, maybe next time you'll do my favorite. And I was like, I don't even know who this person is. Yes. Uh, well, that's actually the third time that that got brought up on Discord. Like, got like it. This, this probably is our most requested director, which is insane to me that this is the most requested director. That's right. And we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> It's Clint Eastwood. No, it's not. Why do you keep bringing up Clint Eastwood? No one's left his garbage. I love his garbage. It's okay. good, but it's like it's just like it's Old. just like Kubrick. It's right. so meat, 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 and it's like, ugh, I don't feel okay. good. All right, One time just... I ate a lot of meat, and then I had a headache, and I got dizzy and fell over. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, so just kidding. We're doing Woody Allen. Oh, <laughs> yikes. We're doing Roman Polanski. No, just kidding, just no, kidding, just we're kidding. we're not just doing kidding. that. Who are we really doing? Bong Joon-ho. Who's that? Why'd you say it like that? Because I didn't know who he was. He is a South Korean filmmaker. Yes. And you're giving me... I'm giving... Okay. Now, we do have to talk about this because I had to talk about this. We talked about this before and we normally don't ever, ever do that. Right. But I was like, just so you know, some of his stuff is a little different. It's a little weird. Right. There's some things that maybe like, you know... You, you don't want to watch be, Mom. Yeah, you got to be careful. Um, right. And at first, I was like, well, we could do Okja because it's sad. And you're like, I don't want to watch a sad movie. And I'm like, well, I don't really have many options here. But um, I'm giving you 2019 yes. Parasite. Academy Award winner. Parasite. Parasite. And I actually already rented it. I haven't watched it. But believe it or not, and I only rented it because it's five ninety nine to rent. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they marked it down to two ninety nine. And I, I cannot stress this enough. Okay, you. This is a movie you have to be able to pay attention to. 
can't watch oh, in between breaks at work. I almost want you to watch it in full. I okay. don't want you to break it. I know that it's difficult. Yeah. But it's much better if you just watch the whole thing. I'll try my Be- best. Because you're going to get sucked in. Is it scary? No. I would say that the name is scarier than the actual film itself. Is it it's- something I can watch at night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe like on a Sunday afternoon it, or something. It gets... There's a, it gets a little intense, but it's never like okay. I put off seeing this movie for so long because the name scared me. Right. Seriously, the name scared me, and I thought it was gonna be something gross and something weird. It's not. Okay. Then all and right, so. and and just when you think you get it, it goes. Just hey, kidding. It goes. Hey, guess what? Stupid. Bonk. Yeah. So so I wanted to give you that because that movie is. Oh, I cannot stress this enough. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Like. One of my coworkers called me a snob and called me pretentious because I'm like, my top five my top five movies of all time cannot be from the last twenty years. And she's like, ugh, you are such a snob. And I'm like, well, Parasite's up there for sure, right? Like, right. And that's why originally you were like, well, well, I rented it, so I'll give it to you. And I'm like, I want you to talk about like I okay. don't want to talk about Parasite. Okay. I want you to talk about Parasite. Okay. Because I think it's much more interesting if you talk about it. All right. I also, would... this movie is not in English, so you need that. That's the thing too. You need to pay attention. Well, I do subtitles anyway, just because sometimes yeah. at work it's not so bad now because I can go to a different classroom that nobody's in. But sometimes with the language or whatever, I just turn the volume off. Yeah. This is yeah. The um the music's really good in this one though. Like like it's a very intense movie and okay. and it's a thriller. And there's a lot of suspense. It's very suspenseful. Okay. Um, but it never, it never gets weird. If that makes sense. Okay. Like there's some there's some twists and turns, but you're never like, wait, what? You know what I mean? Like you're never sure. like, oh, aliens. Like it, it's nothing like that. I really thought this was going to be an alien movie. Okay. Because it was called Parasite. Right. And people said, well, it's kind of horror, and I'm like. Is it like gross? Like, like I don't want to go see a movie and it's like, oh my inside. Yeah, I haven't I said like that in a while, but like you know what I mean. Like, so I'm like, I don't want to see something like that. And they're like, no, 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 I can't explain it. Just watch it. And someone accidentally spoiled part of it for me, and it and what I took as their spoiler was a completely different thing. Okay. And so it's it's very good. Okay, and then you're gonna watch. Yes. I just picked it because, well, you said a couple of them. Don't do those, mom, because it's icky. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Chris Evans. It's gonna it's uh do you know anything about this movie? I have no idea. Little boy. That's okay. It's good. Have you seen it? Yeah. So you basically have to watch nothing for this next week. Oh no, I haven't seen Snowpiercer in a long time and I'm gonna watch Parasite again because it's that good. Okay. But that's the thing, right? Is like last time we when it sometimes when we do this, oh what are you buying, watching, selling, like I say, oh, I saw this movie, and then I was like, well, I've already talked about it, so people know I enjoyed it. Right. You know what I mean? Where, where I think it's much better if you talk about it because nobody knows your opinion on it yet. Because you, as well, of I right now, my opinion. Yeah, you don't have an opinion on it. Where me, people go, oh, well, he has to watch it. Well, I know he liked it. Right. Granted, I know. I mean, that's a little pretentious to be like everybody listens to every episode and knows exactly what I feel about every movie. But you know what I mean? It's right. like if somebody goes, oh, I think he already watched that and right. he liked it. So. Okay. Well, then yeah. that's what we're gonna do. I'm watching Parasite. Sense. You're I'm, watching Snowpiercer. Yeah. If I, I don't combine the names for the the director month, I just put the name of the director. But I I'd call that good. one Snowpiercer. <laughs> oh, I like it. So, okay. We're going to have a good week of watching good movies. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>